What's going on, everybody? Welcome back for another episode of Trigger. This is Trigger. That's number 437 here on Thursday, February 23rd. Uh, let's start off a little bit more on the whole Ukraine-Biden uh, trip to Poland. It was Biden versus the Air Force One steps again. Ah, and, yeah, yeah, uh, a little, took a little tumble. The steps won. Yep. Again. Again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just so f- embarrassing. Like, you, I don't understand how after multiple times of doing this already, he insists at his age of 6,000 years old <laughs> of trying to run up the steps. You notice that's the problem, right? Yeah, well, because... He I, tries to do this, like, bullshit. I, Jog. Yeah, because I think he knows if he does it slowly, he he'll look like. Yeah, but I'd rather like him a, just like be a, a f- you know uh, resident. Uh, I'd rather him resident. be deliberate and not fall than fall. Yeah, that's like, true. That's true. Um, you it's know, becoming like worse. we're entering Gerald Ford territory. Yeah. Why did he do that too? Oh, dude, he fell all over the place. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. That's when, when, uh, when like when SNL first started. Like Chevy Chase was Gerald Ford, and the skit was. And, and just falling all over. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah so <clears throat> that was a total disaster. Um, the thing is, from you know Biden's Poland speech, which was ridiculous in itself. Going back to our main message from the other day, how will we end this situation? Right? What is the end game? What is the goal here? What is the achievable outcome? And how are we going to stop this from spiraling out of control? And he never has anything to say about that. No, he doesn't. I just don't... Oh, what do you mean? I shouldn't say that. He does. It's just endless war. Well, yeah. Endless yeah. endless aid package. It's, you know, we're going to do do this as long as it takes what? I mean... Yeah. yeah. How, how does that make sense? Um, and now... Ukraine, as long as it takes. Afghanistan, we got to get out of there. Well... Yeah, okay. and now the big thing is that China might give... Sell arms to Russia. Oh... And I'm like, okay, so you want to prevent them from doing what we're doing yeah. in Ukraine? I mean, where do you get off saying that? Yeah. And also, you probably should have saw this coming. <laughs> well, yeah. You know, and then Zelensky, piece of shit that he is, says, well, if China gets involved, it's World War Three. I'm like, yeah, that's what you want. Yeah. Clearly, that is yeah. what your end goal is here. Yeah. Um, because... He is the is really the one that's like pushing the West to further escalate with his acting. Mm-hmm. You know how he does all these like Zoom speeches to the UN and NATO and all these people, and I'm like, I, I just don't understand how this is still escalating further. And now we've sent them long range weaponry, and that's only going to make things worse. Yeah. Now we're 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 helping them target things inside of Russia. I mean, you know, I get I get the idea of hitting back. Okay, that's fine. But we shouldn't be helping them do that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we're we're putting ourselves in a really really dangerous situation here, and I just it's really astounding to me how we went from literally the sole foreign policy goal of the United States was to avoid a nuclear confrontation with Russia, to actively taking measures to get closer and closer to that outcome. Yeah. I mean, but, that's really I all mean, it, it is. is it is what it is, yeah. It's just, what are we going to do? <laughs> and now, Janet Yellen, the idiot moron that she is, said we're going to send $10 billion more to Ukraine. Oh. Yeah. Great. Just, you know, pallets of cash. Yeah. Um, Will it come with gold and, you know, French francs and all that yeah, stuff? Yeah, you know, I mean... 
we have uh, American families starving because of Biden's economy and inflation. You have families that can't afford to feed their children, uh, can't afford to keep the heat on in the winter. Carton of um, eggs is now a luxury item. And we're sending this money that could be helping America over there. Yeah. And I think that that is really starting to resonate. Um, and you've seen actually more in the last few days where the media is starting to talk about, yeah, Americans are kind of getting tired of this. Yeah. And I think yeah. it's going to get, you know, as we alluded to the other day, the, the momentum of the public opinion on this is changing drastically. Yes. And especially as we continue to have crisis after crisis here, um, you know, the the derailment, the train derailment, you know, Biden just neglecting America to, you know, shower the Ukrainians with cash. Mm-hmm. And I saw some pictures today of, you know, the bombed out and depleted eastern area of Ukraine. And I'm, I'm just looking at it and I'm like, oh, well, there's a billion dollars of rebuilding cost. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, probably more, you know, for me. Part of it now is I, I want Russia to keep that land just so we don't have to f- pay them to rebuild it. <laughs> because, like, if Russia has it, it's their problem. Yeah. But somehow if Ukraine has it, it's going to be our problem. And we've now given double in funds of all the other rest of the world combined. Oh. Yeah. So How nice of us. It's that, doesn't that sound familiar? Yeah. And to cap off the disastrous trip, I mean, well, you know, yeah. the left says that it was the best trip Oh, ever. It, was, it was Brandenburg yeah. Gate, part yeah. two. But a disastrous trip, in my opinion. Yeah. What did Biden have to say to the Polish president? <laughs> I wish this your, was funny. Yeah, I wish your last name had an S-K-Y-I at the end. Yeah, Ski. <laughs> ski, yeah, you know, Benartski, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Kowalski. I know. Like, I mean, it's not the first time he's engaged in ethnic humor. I mean, but this by far was, like, the least offensive. No, and I don't care. I mean, I don't my, care either. My problem is the double standard of, yeah. can you imagine if Trump said that, the oh, media yeah. would be Oh, look at this racist. Yeah. Meanwhile, Biden literally did say something racist about Obama, saying he was the first articulate, clean black man to run for president. Oh, well, so, he's got a long history of saying yeah. that. The 7-11s are dominant, thing, but yeah, yeah 7-11s are it, I mean, I, it is kind of true. Which cracks me up. But, you know, I, I just want the same standard across the board. Like, yeah. if they're going to flip when a Republican says something funny, yeah, then th- it should be the same standard. <laughs> um, Taiwan's heating up a little bit. There's some concern there amongst uh, the, Chinese, the China experts that I trust. Yeah. Uh, that within the next six months is really the window we have to worry about. Because, um, like I said, the weather plays the weather, a key role yeah. there. Yeah. Um, but also... You know, the closer we get to the next presidential election, the less likely it becomes because, mm-hmm. you know, this is really their window because I don't think they're going to do it next year because they're going to need a real a while, a window with a weak Biden in office to yeah. be able to finish the job. But I love how this morning it was like, oh, huge breaking news. Biden's going to quadruple the number of American troops in Taiwan. And I'm like, OK, cool. That's that's great. You want to know the real numbers? It's to take it from 50 to 200. <laughs> I'm like, oh, wow. That's great because that's really going to stop China's million men, you know, <laughs> army. That's going to. I, I just don't understand. Because in the end, you know, we've talked about this before. Yeah. yeah. We don't have the logistical capability of running a war over there 
either. It takes a while to get there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, and that's like the strategic advantage of our defense is that we're, you know, we have oceans on either side and then yeah. Canada and Mexico, right? And the largest Navy in the world along with 12 operating aircraft carriers, well, which but, is the most of, But the same thing yeah. is for the the uh, the challenge yeah. of fighting a war on the other side is you yeah. still have to cross that Pacific Ocean. Yeah. And it's not like we could put our aircraft carriers at risk. Yeah. Like that just it's not, not like, uh, what's it called? It's not like Star Wars with like hyperspeed, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Jump from one place to another. So we'll be watching that, of course. Um, to yeah. the East Palestine, it's, Ohio. It's Palestine? It is Palestine. Uh, because we found out this morning that Buttigieg said it wrong. Oh, God. Um, the train derailment there. So a few things happen. Uh, President Trump was there yesterday. He bought everybody at McDonald's. And he reminded uh, us why everybody loves him. Yeah. Um, I think he did a great job. He brought truckloads of cleaning supplies, of food, medicine, uh, Trump bottled water. Yeah, really? Which, yeah, yeah, Trump <laughs> That's bottled awesome. water. Which set off the left. Yeah. And some psycho leftist with TDS was like, I'd rather drink sewer water than Trump water. Okay. I'm like, okay, yeah, that's right, great. Yeah, right. um, and he brought in a ton of stuff. And he was there on the ground talking to people, you know, uh, really, like, you know, meshing with them. And then he went to McDonald's and ordered a ton yeah. of, like, Big Macs and brought them to the police and fire yeah. station. All, all the first responders got their – got a meal. Yeah, and he was in the <laughs> That's funny. That's actually a great clip. Do we have, do we have that the clip? Cli the clip of when he was in McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. I know this menu better than all you right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Roll that clip because that was hilarious. So I know this menu better than you do. Okay? I probably know it better than anybody in here. Uh yeah, that was classic. That was classic. I know Trump. this menu. <laughs> you know, and, and, and that's like the. That's like the. It's vintage Trump. And that's. Really, the microcosm of Trump's challenges right now yeah. is that side of him is so great and lovable, right? And he truly loves yeah. the people and loves America. Yes. And then you he, have, he like... Just, he just goes off the rails. The truth like, social, where he's, like, you know, calling Ron DeSantis a pedophile yeah, and yeah, And I'm like, yeah. dude, if you would just stop that, right? Yeah. And, and go back to Twitter and start tweeting about he, how he, Biden he, is yeah. destroying America, yeah. he could really, you know be formidable yes but instead he keeps hurting himself and i think that is why there is yeah. a, a large portion of the party that you know like we said we still love trump but you know mathematically just from a pure political calculus i think desantis has probably a little bit of a better chance yeah now i think there's an interesting argument we're going to talk more about 2024 next week mm -hmm. um we'll press for time today but i i think there's a an, a, an important thing to look at and you've talked about this before you've written yeah. about it before yeah. we've talked about it mm -hmm. the trump coalition is not necessarily transferable no and you know the the political math argument from the desantis side is that well maybe he could expand and bring back some of the you know the suburban moderate yeah, the republicans moderate that trump lost and i'm not so sure about that yeah. right that's a gamble in itself too it is um Hillary gambled on that with the Obama coalition, and she lost. Yeah, so, so it's not they're not transferable. And I don't know if you said there are some hardcore Trumpies out there on Twitter. He said they do not like Ron DeSantis. Yeah, so yeah. I don't, I don't. If those people stay home, or worse, just vote Democrat out of spite. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't know that that would happen, but not the Democrat part. The staying home, staying for home part for sure yeah, could happen. Yeah, 
So yeah, that's going to be interesting. Um, yeah. So, uh, but Buttigieg was in East Palestine this morning. Did not go well at all. He he wore the vest, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> whoever whoever on his team told him to do that, I was like, oh my god, man, that was not good. Um, and so he mispronounced the town name, which you know I could kind of forgive him a little yeah, bit for. I mean, I, I call, I call it Palestine. Yeah, I mean, it looked well, spelled the same way. You just made a new one up. Palestine. You said Palestine. Palestine. It's it's either Palestine or. Palestine. I'm just going to Palestine. I'm just going to say yeah. it's Ohio. <laughs> yeah, that's what I've been doing. That. I, I'd say the toxic train. Everybody yeah. knows the toxic train. The toxic train. Um, Ohio toxic take train. Take a listen to what he had to say. Also issuing a veiled challenge to Donald Trump for some reason. And to any national political figure who has decided to get involved in uh, the plight of East Palestine, uh, Palestine, excuse me. Okay. Uh, then he had a little bit of a faux pas when he uh, said this. Both information and misinformation injected into this situation, none of which is to the benefit of the community uh, when it comes to that misinformation. The Norfolk So I think, so I lost my train of thought. Um, I lost my train of thought. Not, yeah. not great. Yeah. He was also asked why it took so long for him to show up and his rhetoric downplaying the situation because it's been weeks I think yeah, it's almost been three weeks. Yeah, it's been right? two weeks at least. Almost three, I think, at yeah. this point. Roll that clip. Before you send your first tweet expressing concern for the residents of East Palestine, a week and a half after the accident happened, in hindsight, was that waiting too long to express anything hours after you had addressed the makeup of work crews on highway construction projects just that very day? The answer to your question is yes. I felt strongly about this and uh, could have expressed that sooner. Again, I was taking pains to respect the, the role that I have and the role that I don't have, but that should not have stopped me from weighing in about how I felt about what was happening to this community. Sounds like he admits that he's incompetent on this, but, you know, the, they would spin it the other direction. But listen to his response when asked if he should have came, uh, came sooner to Ohio. In retrospect, should you have come a little sooner? So, again, uh, in terms of the timing of the visit, I'm trying to strike the right balance, uh, allowing NTSB to play its role, but making sure we're here in that show of support. <laughs> I just don't understand why this guy is even in this job. Well, it's because, you know, you know he's, he's the mayor. He was the former mayor of South Bend who kept those roads in tip-top shape. Oh, wait, forgot. They were riddled with potholes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, this is just another prime example of what happens when you check a box off on the diversity, uh, you know, yeah. uh, whatever you want to call it, matrix. Yeah. And this is the work product that you get. And just before we started I mean, recording, he, he went on paternity leave when we were engulfed in a supply chain crisis. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. just to tell you how she. Well, and apparently he job. was also on vacation last week too. Oh yeah, personal yeah. time. Yeah. yeah. And then he said he was working hard by doing interviews all day. So, oh, I'm yeah. sure that's really moving mm -hmm. the resources to the people down there. Are people, yeah, people in Ohio are real pissed Ohio. at him. Um, I think he might actually go down because of this, but we'll see. We'll see. Um, I mean, if Eric Shinseki went down for the uh, the Veterans Affairs um, fiasco, yeah, you know, for like the hospital scandals, like yeah, but that was also remember. I mean, that's also a gross incompetence and mismanagement. There was a little bit more accountability back then. That's true. Notice how the Biden administration's been a show well they they but, excuse everybody they, right you know, but always... nobody's been fired i don't think no, right no has anybody been fired, been fired? No, no one's been fired yeah ever. exactly so 
Um, but right before we came and to record this, you can't fire Mayor Pete because of the, what you just said. Well, he's gay. Yeah. Yeah. You can't fire the first. Yeah. It's the same the reason second. that Kareem Gray Poupon still has yeah, her that's job. Right. Um, <laughs> um, right before we started to record this episode, Kareem Gray Poupon in the White House uh-huh. had an interesting thing to say about the selection of the next Fed chair, mm. saying that essentially. Not not quoting this, but essentially said yeah. that it would be selected based on diversity, not necessarily expertise on monetary policy. So <laughs> a non-binary. Yeah, I I just don't understand how you can say something that crazy at the White House. Uh, I mean, the Fed chair is arguably the it's one, one of the most important the top three economic, economic positions. positions. Yeah, yeah, and uh, the president has no finance, so that really instills a lot of confidence. If, if I mean, if you had any left in this administration, but yeah. um, we might as well just nominate a dog. If, if, if that, exactly. if, honestly, like, yeah. like have like a beanie baby. But also, I don't know why they're talking about that because I'm pretty sure Powell just got re-upped on that. Well, I th- so doesn't he serve at the pleasure of the president? Yeah, but I mean, so they're not going to fire. They fire him, but not Pete Buttigieg. Actually, I don't know if you can fire the Fed chair. I'm not sure about that. Yeah. I'd have to look into it's it. It's never really... This is never it's never really, really happened. Yeah, yeah. But, so, you know, yeah. In terms of these parameters. Because also, you're not supposed to have, you know, quote, coordination between the White House and the Fed on their policy. But, you know, well, that's, and the Treasury and that whole thing. But... Yeah. Um, don't they have breakfast together? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um... What else do we got here? Oh, another diversity checkbox that we had. Remember the uh, DOE official who was in charge of nuclear waste? Oh, yeah. The, he was, the tranny? Yeah, he was. <laughs> Sam Britton? Or non-binary. Yeah, Sorry. You can't keep all yeah. this bullshit he, straight. He's, but he's part of the alphabet community. Yeah. But then also, he, of course, got in serious trouble for stealing stealing airport luggage across the country. Yes. And is facing theft charges. Thousands of dollars worth of yeah. clothing and valuables. However, things got worse for him now because apparently a Houston-based African fashion designer saw a picture of him wearing her clothes from a piece of luggage that was missing or lost in 2018 from oh. D.C. Oh, my God. So it appears that this idiot stole the luggage took the clothes and the jewelry and wore them all out in public and posted pictures online. <laughs> the balls. Yeah. Or not. Who knows? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> the balls or not. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the, the, I guess. Oh my God. All right. Moving on. That definitely was bleeped. What? I don't even, yeah. Um, <laughs> you brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> um, you wrote about this, Don. Yeah. What's going on over there? Cause oh, I haven't been well, I mean, I, dude, it's, it's a total circus. Apparently, this is like the last year. He has no defenders. Uh-huh. It's to a point where I think the only reason why CNN is keeping him around is because a Don Lemon, like, uncensored mm-hmm. and released in on social media and just ranting about everything that went on is probably more damaging than just 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 you know <laughs> yeah keeping him employed to be honest with you so they're just trying to keep him around he obviously doesn't want to be there you know it's just he doesn't like being in the morning slide doesn't like sharing the spotlight he's just miserable so yeah i don't know i i i don't see him being there much longer regardless so I yeah. think Chris Slick is just going to be like, you know what? Eventually, we're going to have to let this guy go, and he's probably going to go on some insane Twitter screed, but we're just going to have to deal with it. 
We'll see. We'll see. We'll I, see. I couldn't care less. I'm glad that there's there's drama, but you know. well, like uh, like Tucker said, he, it's entertainment value. So I hope yeah. he gets kept around. But yeah. we'll see. <laughs> Did you see Howard Stern joke about the Did re- he? retraining? He's like, wait a minute. They he goes to retrain, and then the next day he's like he's cured of sexism. They mm-hmm. must have some sort of expert on staff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to. I want to know who this person is because I've said a ton of crazy things over the past forty years of my career, yep. and I'm not cured yet. <laughs> uh, let's see a little bit more media news. Uh, so said NPR laying off ten percent of its workforce. Oh, uh, there's some let uh, me get my diversity little... in there too. You oh know. yeah, let me get my little violin out for those losers. Yeah, and that was uh, what I was going to say, is yeah. they said that we're going to make care that we're not firing, uh, uh, what was it, disproportionately employees of color, I think they said. Yeah. Like, okay, that's ridiculous. So basically, they're just going to fire all the white people. What I would like to do is defund NPR of all taxpayer dollars, because they are clearly a liberal propaganda yeah. outlet at this point. And they keep, they're, they're subsidized, and they, they're, they're still going broke, so yeah. I don't care yeah. about, you know. Will this cause them to do any soul-searching <laughs> about why... Uh, they're failing because of their uh, bullshit propaganda and nobody trusts them. Probably not. Probably not. Uh, hopefully that hack piece of shit, David Folkenfilk, who <laughs> called us, uh, what was it? White supremacist for yeah, supporting Larry Elder. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, hopefully he will lose his job, but we'll see. Not counting on it. He's the exact it. type of piece of shit <laughs> they would keep around. Um, Supreme Court's hearing some key cases. Uh, check out townhall.com for more information on that, having to do with big tech. Uh, very interesting case to watch, so we're keeping an eye out. My, I'm, I'm actually a little worried about that one. Well, the most interesting thing to me, I think that they're not going to do a whole lot on it because uh, the other day during the uh, questions, basically the justices admitted that they are not experts on this and they really have no idea what Good. is being de- you know, yeah. debated in this. Well, um, which is actually how the institution should operate. It is true. Yeah, and, like, well, and also, the, you, know, you know, this is Section 230 is an American, uh, or it is a legislation, it right? Is. Yes. So there's a little bit of difference there versus, like, say it was an executive order or something like yeah. that. And the thing that I worry about, because this all has to do with, like, ISIS and all that, is, it's really convoluted. But the thing that I worry about, because people just call outright for Section 230 to be stripped. Oh, like right? Joe Biden? <clears throat> Well, that's, you, know, you know why they do that yeah. is because if that happens, then... Well, they can come after us much easier. Well, they could come after us much easier, but they could also just keep us off of their platform. That's true. That's because they'll true. say it's a liability, and yeah. they could use that justification and yeah. just wipe us out completely. Yeah. So, Except for the liberal outlets. They're there for well, of course, yeah. they'll be covered. <laughs> um, I am not going to do this segment in full today because I want to save this for next week, but... The woman who was in charge of the grand jury in Georgia having to do with the stolen election. I thought at first it was parody. She because is Because it is psycho. absolutely unbelievable. And the reason I don't want to spend time doing these clips is because you have to watch the video yeah, of this. The video is... Because she is crazy. Yeah. And her face movements and her body movements, total it's psycho. Um, and you also, you know, see get a window into you know how grand juries uh, leak uh, like the well, and, Navy sometimes, and <laughs> you get an idea of how unfair it was. I'm going to play one clip for yeah, you here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On if she, you know, what her reaction would be if quote the DA decides against bringing charges against Trump. Roll that clip. After everything that you've seen, what would your reaction be if the DA decides against bringing any charges after what you've seen? 
I will be sad if nothing happens. Like that's that's about my only request there is is for something to happen. I don't necessarily know what it is. I'm not the legal expert. I'm not the judge. I'm not the lawyers. But I I will be frustrated if nothing happens. This was too much, too much information, too much of my time, too much of everyone's time, too much of their time, too much argument in in court about getting people to appear before us. There was just too much for this to just be, oh, okay, we're good. Bye. Oh, my Jeez. Yeah. Salud, man. Um, quick 2024 news. Uh, Vivek Ramaswamy announced he's running for president. Seems like a nice guy, but, I mean, no way that that's happening. Also, his idea that he posted this morning about arming the Mexican military and police to combat the cartels. Like, pretty sure we tried that, and that ended poorly. Um, and also, uh, did he miss the story of the, like, head of the Mexican police who just got brought up on, like, 8,000 corruption charges? Well, I think them? he's innocent. Yeah, okay. Like R. Kelly. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. All right. Jeez. <laughs> what? He just got another 30 years. That's because... Because he's he raped? No, it's yeah. because he's been railroaded oh, okay. by uh-huh. our justice system. They don't like successful black people oh, yeah. in music. Yeah. I just love that interview that he did Happy with what's her name. Remember oh, that interview uh, he did? Was that was that, that Gail? Was that? What's her name? Gail or oh, something? Uh, yeah, from ABC News, yeah, right? Yeah. They're uh, killing me. You're killing me, bitch. <laughs> they're killing me for my life. They're killing me. He's still gonna be in jail for about twenty five years. Uh, so. Terrible. Um, <laughs> looks like Tim Scott's gonna run for president. We all know how I feel about him. So uh, well, 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 he's at least he's testing it with this uh, faith based like tour across America. Yeah, right? whatever. I, I mean, it. if it's not, if it's eh, or, you know, not worth as well, uh, okay, well, I shouldn't say that. We all know he's probably going to run after that. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I'll have more to say about him yeah, later once okay. he's actually running. Um, last but not least, I want to talk a little bit more about the Project Veritas thing. Um, so James O'Keefe was essentially kicked out of the organization that he founded and made famous, and they are bleeding out because of it. I think they've lost 400,000 followers on Twitter. Yep. People are boycotting them, stopping their donations, and, of course, I... I essentially said the other day that what they did was strap on a suicide vest and clack it off. Yeah. Um, it sounds to me, and this is just me theorizing, mm. sounds to me like they used a bunch of bullshit allegations that really did not have much meat to them. Oh, like he was uh, threatening to uh, strip them of their 501c3 stats? What? Yeah, that, that's one of them. <laughs> yeah. I, I haven't heard that yeah. one. but I, that, Their nonprofit status was threatened if James O'Keefe continued with these investigations. <laughs> that sounds like... It sounds like some bullshit. Yeah, right? That's, yeah. That's, that's what I'm saying. Um, Dovetailing off what you're theorizing. And it's no coincidence <laughs> that this happened right after they really hit Pfizer hard. Yeah. Um, I think that there's some very powerful people that are behind the scenes... And called in some favors to that board of directors, and that was the end of that. So I hope James O'Keefe starts up a new organization and totally destroys them. Um, You know, we've been big Project Veritas fans in the past, and um, I think that that organization is just not going to be anywhere near as important uh, or influential without James O'Keefe. So that's what called the Veritas Project. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you know, well, this but this is also what happens when you relinquish control to you know, like a board. Yeah. So, 
think, um, but, but I feel like he, he, he kind of needed to, like, do that, right? Because he wanted to be involved with the whole investigative yeah. journalism part. It's yeah. kind of hard to do that and juggle the business side. So. Yeah. But yeah, I well, totally agree I think with you. that uh, he probably wrongly trusted some people, and they stabbed him right in the back. Terrible. So that's what happens in politics. That's yeah. how it goes. So, all right, uh, we're going to wrap up today's episode. Of course, we will be back here on Tuesday. Um, but if you want to support the show, get the uncensored version. Of course, always, money-back guarantee. You will get a ton of content. I promise you will love it. So uh, if you have not become a VIP member yet, do so at townhallvip.com. Use the promo code CENSORSHIP for 50% off. Help us fight back against these big tech tards. Uh, and we will do reader mail on Tuesday. I had it on the, I had it on the sheet here for today, but sorry, running out of time as usual. So it is always my fault. It's never Matt's fault. So um, if you'd like to reach out, email us triggered at townhall.com. And we love all of you, and we will be back here on Tuesday for another episode of Trigger. See you then.